Hello everyone, this is Levi Gelb from the Chassidish Parsha, and you're listening to the new podcast, Chassidis, which is an explanation in English of Sefer HaMaymarim Tafrish Samaches from the Rebbe Rashab, each episode containing an explanation of one page from that Sefer with the goal to finish the entire Sefer. And at the beginning of every episode, we'll also have a synopsis of the previous episode. You'll also notice in the description for that day's episode, there'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. We're on the top page, Kufla Medalid, 134. We just started a new mimer, and we asked a bunch of questions about this half shekel. How can the verse call it a half shekel if we don't know the full amount of it yet? And we said this, we brought this zoyar, that what is referring, what is the half shekel here? It's referring to half between the two haze, the intermedi- intermediary between the two haze of Hashem's name, um, which is referring to the vav. So, and then we explain how can the vav be referring to half of the two hays? Because basically, because the two hays, when you spell them, each one with its full spelling, hay is spelled hey hey. So hey 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 plus hey is ten, and then the other hay is ten, twenty. Half of that is vav. How is vav half of ten? Because vav is six. I mean, how is vav half of twenty? Because vav at the top has a yud shape, which is ten. Um, so. A, the Zayar is really teaching us that there's two levels of the Machzah Shekel. One is more general and without knowing the, the full amount of the Shekel. And that's the, referring to the Vav, which is between and intermediary and unites, connects connects together the two Hays. Um, and it says that, and the Ramaz and the Zayar says that the example for this idea of this Vav between the two Hays is the Chatziahin, the half Hin measurement of the in the libations. Because a full heen is 12 lugin, and half of that is five, of 6 lugin, just like the vav is 6. And also the machzir shekel, the half shekel, which you can call it a half stam, meaning a half without explaining what the full measurement is, um, being that it's, the, it's halfway between, it's an intermediary between the two hays with their, with their full spelling, which is 20. And it says, so what is, this, what is this half shekel, meaning what is the intent of calling half without knowing the full measurement? Um, being that we don't know the full measurement, we can't really give a half at all. So concerning that, it says this is the vav, which is the intermediary between the two hays, and that is the half shekel which you should give without knowing the full measurement. So according to that explanation, really, we are giving both halves here, even though the simple explanation of giving a half is just one half. However, being that we're talking about the vav, which is the intermediary connecting between the two hays, so you're actually giving both halves, like the Biyuri Azer explains on this. So four lines from the top. Then it explains the verse says in the simple sense, the full shekel is worth 20 geira. And half of that shekel you should give, which is 10 geira, as a donation to Hashem. So, so now let's explain in more detail this Kabbalistic statement that we said that the vav is the intermediary between the two hays of Hashem's name. What is this explanation? What are these two hays of Shemavaya? What do they represent? The first hay of Shemavaya. So the first yud. Yud is always chokhmah. the seminal point of the concept or in godliness, the first point of revelation before, the essential revelation before it's descended and become in all its full, you know, breadth and width of the revelation. 
it's the seminal point, the flash of the idea in the person's mind. Then the hay, which is represented by the, has a lines which go in length and breadth. That is referring to Bina, how it already, the concept comes down into your cognitive process where you start to understand it and all the ramifications of it. And then the Vav always refers to how that understanding is drawn down, just like the Vav is a line that's going above to below, going down to your emotions. So, and that's why Vav is six, referring to the six emotions from Chesed to Yisoyed. And then the last hey is Malchus, where now this concept, how it started in the seminal point, now is received by the receiver, or in the godly interpretation, where the godly energy now is received by the worlds and uh, fills all the worlds and enlivens them. So the two hay's are the first hay is bina and the second hay is malchus. The last hay is malchus, um, as it's known. So and now the intermediary between these who have vav is the vav, which is literally between these two letter hay's. Shuhu b'chinas hakoil, which in the spiritual sense refers to the coil, the voice. Shuhu amchaber, shuhu amchaber mamshich mehei ilah, which is that it, which the voice is that which unifies and draws down from the hay, the supernal hay, which is referring to bina. which is bina understanding or the supernal thought of Hashem. like the sages say, that the person's voice arouses his concentration. If you want to concentrate more when you're davening, you should say your words out loud. Um, so we see that the voice is what arouses a person's int- fo- focus, his concentration, which is in your mind, your thought. Which in a deeper sense, the kavana here refers to the desire of the heart, which is a deep desire of the, and the rooted in the deep in a person's soul to connect to Hashem. That this level, this intense desire a person has to connect to Hashem should go out from its concealed state within the mind, within the thought, into a, into a revealed state, in the hey tata, the lower hey of, of Hashem's name, meaning into actual action, which is referring to the actual speak, speech. When you, in order to bring out that deep desire a person has in his soul to connect to Hashem, to bring it out from the, the latent state within his mind, within his thought, which is referring to the, the first hay, into a revealed state, into the latter hay, which is the speech, meaning and that's a that's in order to basically bring out that desire, that it should infuse your speech with a deep uh, desire to connect and excitement to connect to Hashem, that is through the coil, through the um, the voice. So the vav is the coil, the voice, which connects between your thought and your speech to bring out the latent desire of your thought to infuse your speech with energy, that is through your voice. And that's why this um, this vav over here, which is the voice, is called half of the hin or half of the haze of Hashem's name because it is directly between them in the sense that it, it, it's a mamutza, intermediary unifying between these two aspects of the thought and the speech, bringing the concealed state of your desire to connect to Hashem from the thought into a revelation into your speech. Okay. Like the idea which he found, which you find in the, the Gemara, that the Bruria, the wife of Rab Meir, said, that if the Torah is Arucha is all set up and then it will be guarded, it will be remembered. What does that mean? If the Torah is 
all set up and all infused within all of your 248 organs and limbs, meaning to say, which implies that each person learns, a person should learn with a voice, not just quietly or whispering, but actually with an audible voice. To the extent that when he learns, all of his organs, all of his limbs are moved um, because he's learning with the excitement, with the coil, with the voice. Then his learning will be guarded, remembered. Um, so this is obviously, uh, this is explaining, this is expounding on a verse. But um, so, if it is all infused and set up into all the organs and the limbs of a person, he's learning with excitement, with the voice, then, and until to the extent that all of his, his limbs are moving, then it will be guarded, his learning will be guarded. Being that through making your learning, doing it with koil, with a loud voice, making it audible, that brings out the kavanas alev, the inner deep intent of the heart, the desire of the heart to connect to Hashem, to a revealed state, but deeper in your actual speech, meaning it infuses your speech with a real desire and a chukka to connect to Hashem. And that makes it so it doesn't just remain in the um, hidden thought, the hidden hidden in your thought, meaning it's not just in the potential state, you bring it out to the actual state, your this desire. And through bringing that desire to connect to Hashem to an actuality, um, that guards that guards your learning that you should continue, that you should remember it, that you shouldn't forget about it. Meaning when you learn in a way with chayas, with islavas, with real excitement and a desire to, un- to connect to Hashem through your learning, that makes it so that you will properly remember what you're learning. Which is not the case when you're when this desire, when this inner kavanasalev, this desire and the intent of the heart to connect to Hashem remains hidden in, in your thoughts in a potential state. Then it's 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 not it's not yet absorbed properly within your being infused in your whole being this desire to connect to Hashem in order that you wouldn't that you won't forget the law the Torah law which you're learning meaning when you learn with when you're learning and your in your speech of learning is infused with the desire to connect to Hashem and a excitement that excitement causes that you should properly absorb what you're learning and be truly involved in what you're learning and therefore you won't forget it but if you're not, if you don't have this uh, audible voice when you're learning, which the voice is what's bringing out the kavana salev, it's bringing out the desire that you have, this this desire of the heart to connect to Hashem, and infusing your speech and your learning with that desire, that is what makes you involved in your learning properly, and therefore you'll absorb what you're learning and you'll remember it. And that's the what's that's what the Aishas, um the wife of Rav Meir Bruria was saying to that Talmud, to that one student who was learning Balachash, she was learning quietly. And it said she kicked him, and she said, "Why don't you know that the pasuk says aruch If it's if you if you arrange all the the words of the Torah in your whole being, meaning you allow your whole being to be involved in learning through learning with koil, and um, by moving your whole body when you're learning, that will make it that you'll remember what you're learning. But when you just learn quietly, you don't remember. And that's because, like we're saying here, because when you bring, when you say it with bekoil, that brings out this hidden desire in your heart to connect to Hashem, and therefore you'll be properly involved in what you're learning, and therefore you will remember it. Um, and this is the idea that the vav, 
the vav between the Hashem's name. The, there's the yud and then the hey and then the vav and then the hey. So the vav, which is refers to the koil, the voice, is the intermediary which brings together the two hey's in Hashem's name, which refer to the machshava, the higher hey, the first hey is the machshava, the thought, and the dibur, speech. Just like an intermediary, which what's the whole idea of intermediary? Is that it unifies, it brings together two things together. So too, this voice is what the the voice it is what calls out and what unifies and what brings together the the thought. Which is which refers to the inner deep desire of the heart to connect to Hashem. That this deep desire to connect to Hashem should, which is hidden within your the recesses of your heart and your mind, should come out into a revealed state in your actual speech when you're learning. It should be felt that excitement should be felt in your learning. To the extent, and to the extent that this. Um, the deep intent of what you're learning should be absorbed properly. Um, the, it should be absorbed properly into your whole being, and therefore you'll remember what you're learning. So this is how we see that the voice is the mutza, is the intermediary between the hidden recesses of your thought, meaning the hidden desire a person has naturally within his essence of his being to connect to Hashem brings that into and infuses your speech with that in order that you, when you learn, you will properly retain what you're learning. And in a general sense, more general sense, this is referring to the, the voice a person's learning when he learns Torah. This, like it says in the verse, the, the voice is the voice of Yaakov, which refers to the coil of Torah. So Kola Basro, the Zera says about this about this verse of Kil Kil Yaakov, the, the la, it says twice the word koil, but the second time it says koil basro molivov. It has a vav in, between the kuf and the lamet. Who koil the And that is referring to the voice of learning Torah. The first koil is just kuf lamet, without the vav in between. Um, so the vav, the koil with the vav, that is referring to the voice of Torah, learning Torah. Kedis of Medrashaba, hinchol Yankiv esa koil. Like the Medrash Shabbos says that Hashem bequeathed to Yaakov the coil, the voice of Torah, learning Torah, as long as the voice of Yaakov is heard by learning Torah, then the voice of Esav will not be heard and will not will not bother us. And that is referring to the voice of Torah, which is called the Koil Yaakov, the voice of Yaakov, like the verse is a Koil Koil Yaakov. Yaakov was always uh, sitting in the tents of Shem and Aver learning Torah, and that is why it says, Akil Yaakov, the voice of Yaakov is referring to the voice of Torah. The Adua, the Yaakov, who begins the And it's known that all of the, the three uh, forefathers, the source of their souls, were from the three supernal emotive, emotive attributes Chesed, Ezevram, Yitzchak, Vuda, and Yaakov is Tiferes. His uh, Tiferes beauty, or Rachmim, which is mercy which includes both chesed and gibbunah within it so and that's why um the vav which is this vav which is referring to the curl of terror of yaakov is the intermediary between the two hays of machshava <coughs> machshava and dibur because tiferis also is the whole idea of the intermediary between the two ideas of chesed and 
Gevura. Tiferes is in the Kav and Tzoy, in the middle Kav, when you split up the series into three sections, Chesed is on the right, Gevura on the left, and Tiferes in the middle. And that's why Tiferes, the whole idea of beauty, is when you have inclusive, including a bunch of colors altogether. When you just have one color, it's not beautiful. But when you have a bunch of colors, which is basically Chesed and Gevura, when you have two opposites together, that brings the beauty. So too, the emotion, the emotive expression of the idea of Tiferes is or is the idea of rachmim, of mercy. Mercy is you recognize that the person doesn't deserve this kindness, doesn't deserve to be treated well. But nevertheless, so that's the idea of gvura. Gvura is you're being strict on the person, but nevertheless, you give him kindness, chesed, because, um, yeah, because that's the whole idea of mercy, is that it includes both severity, you understand, you real, you recognize the person's shortcomings, but you still give him kindness. So we see that Tiferes, Yaakov, is the idea of him being intermediary between two opposites. So too, the Vav, which is the voice of uh, Torah, which is Yaakov, is the intermediary between the two Hays. Now, Haramaz, the Parshas Mimidur, Dav Kuf Yud Zayin, Amin Beis, the Ramaz, which is the commentary on the Zoyar. And Parshas Mimidbar, page 117, on the second side, the Herich Be'inyin, Machis Shekel. He goes on at length about the idea of the half shekel. And he explains that the two halves of the shekel are referring to in the spiritual realms, the hidden worlds and sorry, the revealed worlds and the in the hidden worlds. And those are those referred to by the tree of knowledge and the tree of life. So Amadisgalia, the revealed worlds. There usually refers to the lower worlds of Briatirasia, worlds in which the creations within them feel their own existences and their beings are revealed and felt. Whereas the hidden worlds, hidden in the sense that they're so high that they can't be appreciated and understood by the lower creations and they're absorbed and totally subsumed in their godly source, like the world of Atsilis. So, uh, Ramaz says that this is referring to two halves of the shekel are the revealed chesed, the revealed kindness, and concealed kindness. And through giving the actual half shekel in the revealed way, meaning in the physical world, in the physical world, giving the half shekel, it was drawn down and illuminated into the world. The machtis alien, the ha- the higher half of the shekel, which is. Uh, referring to the hidden worlds, the concealed worlds. This is similar to what we said in the we brought from the Raim Hemda and the Zayar before. Shehein Bezahein, which this refers to the two half of the shekel refers to the two Hays. Shehein as it's known that the first Hay, which is Bina Machshava, is referring to the hidden worlds, just like thought and within a person, thought is hidden from the outside world. And the Dibur, the last hay, is the revealed world, just like speech is revealed to the outside world. So too, this hay, the two hay is referred to in the godly realms also, these two states of the concealed worlds above revelation and the revealed worlds, where the existences of each creation is revealed and felt. But the only difference is that in Parshat Midbar, the Ramaz's commentary in the Zerah, he says that the, the half of the shekel which is given in the physical world, that is the machash begoli, that is the revealed shekel, the revealed world. And through giving the uh, shekel in the revealed worlds, the half shekel in the revealed worlds, you draw down automatically 
from the the higher half of the shekel, which is the concealed worlds, the hidden worlds. But in the but in the Ramehemna, on the other hand, who above that the, he says that the machzis, the half shekel, is the halfway between the two hays, is the vav. And through the Vav, which is the intermediary between the two Hays, that's how you draw down the hidden, the higher Hay into the lower Hay. Not that the, in the, in the Ramaz says that the, the Machzis Shekel that we give is the lower, basically the lower worlds, the lower Hay, and through activating that lower Hay, you draw down the higher Hay. However, the Rebbe Shav says that both, in truth, both these, uh, the the commentary of the Ramaz and the Rai uh, Mahamdar are both the same intent. They have the same intent. Shagam, the Parshat Mavidvar. Also, in the Parshat Mavidvar, the commentary of the Ramaz, the true intent is that it's uh, that the drawing down of the hidden worlds is through the Vav, which is the intermediary between the two Hays, between the hidden world and the concealed world. The hidden world and the revealed world. The Chaim, the Parshat Tisa, the Kavana, and so too in Parshat Tisa and Rai Mahamdar. The intent is the, the real intent is that you have to give the uh, the half shekel, the half of the shekel which is in the revealed worlds, in order to bring down from the concealed worlds. Like we will explain, it's not saying that only the vav is what brings that down, but it's saying that you. How do you basically activate that vav, that intermediary, is through giving the half shekel in the revealed worlds? So the explanation is. For it's, it's written, Blessed is Hashem, the God of Israel, from world to world. And the Zayar explains what this verse means in the deeper sense. Always the word Baruch, blessed, blessing, always refers to a drawing down. Like it says, he, he brings down the vine and replants it in the earth to make another vine sprout out from it. So Mavrich means to bring it down. Um... So Baruch Hu Shachal Min Ha'Olam, and when it says in the verse Min Ha'Olam Ad Ha'Olam from world to world, Hainami Alma Diskasya Ad Ha'Olam from the hidden concealed worlds Ad Ha'Olam to the world, which is referring to who Ab Alma Diskalya and down into the revealed worlds. So Hashem is blessed, the God of Israel, from world to world, from the concealed worlds. He's drawn down from the concealed worlds to the revealed worlds. Mishnah Seif Masechet Brachis, and then the Mishnah, the end of the tractate Brachis Mashma, it implies from Befarshim Lehepich. That explains the verse. We explain the verse opposite. From the time that the the Apikursim, those who deny Hashem and deny the Torah, from the time that they said that there is no there is no world. There's the only there's only one world, meaning only the physical world, and not the Olam Abba, not the spiritual, not the world that this, the soul goes to after a person dies. So the sages enacted that the person should say from world to world, implying that there there's not just one world, this physical world, but there's also a spiritual, the the world to come. In Cain, so from that Gemara, that Gemara, Mashma, it implies from implies that when the verse says Hashem is blessed, it means the first mina oilam from the world refers to oilam azad, the, the this world, the revealed world, the ad oilam until the world that refers to oilam abba, the next world. Shuhu b'chinas amadiskasi, which always the oilam abba is the concealed world, which is above our revealed reality. The chain targum yenisim, and also the targum yenisim, who translates that the uh, verses into Aramaic. 
and also gives a little commentary on them. So on that verse in Tehillim, he says, From this world, the physical world, till the uh, world to come, which is the spiritual world, the concealed world. So seemingly we have a, we have a contradiction between the way that the Zayar explains the verse and the way that the Gemara explains Brachis explains the verse and the way the Targumenus explains the verse. Achenu's explanation is the Shnei and They both are true. The main drawing down of godly energy is from the concealed, the hidden worlds to the revealed worlds, to our physical world. Seemingly, seemingly a printer's mistake over here. It says, So, However, how do we draw down from the concealed world to the revealed world? That is through the divine service in the concealed world. Meaning through the meaning through the refining process in the in the refining the body, the physical body, which is comes from the from the skin. Of the serpent, of the snake, the primordial snake, which is referring to basically klipa, that the body comes from klipa, comes from the uh, an aspect of reality which conceals godliness, a bitter and through refining the animal soul and uplifting it and transforming it back, bringing it, connecting it to Hashem, through the process of basically forcing the animal soul to go against its will. The animal soul and the body go against their will, and is and eventually transforming them to actually become channels for godliness. And through that divine service of the transformation of the animal soul and the body, through that you draw down from the hidden world into the concealed world. So, how is this not a contradiction? The main hamshacha is really the main drawing down of godliness is from the concealed world to the to the revealed world. Like the Zayar says, but like the Brochis, like the Gemara says, and like Targum Yenison says, from this world to the concealed world, um, how do you draw down from the concealed world into the revealed world? That is through the Avoida, that is through the Avoida in the concealed world. That seems to be also a mistake. I, I it's hard to. Yeah, I don't want to say that, but because the the Zayar the says to draw down from the concealed world to the revealed world, and the Gemara says no. It's referring to the first Mina Oilam refers to refers to um, this world, and Ad Oilam refers to Oilam Abba. So it refers meaning it's going the other the opposite order. So meaning, that how do you bring about the revelation, like the Zayar says, from the higher world to the lower world? It's through your Avoida in Amadiz Galia, through your Avoida in the revealed world. When you serve Hashem down here and you transform your body and your animal soul and you force them to go against their, you bend their, their will, to go against their will and to connect to Hashem, that is how, meaning through your Avoida in this world, that's how you bring about the revelation of godliness from the concealed world to the revealed world. And we'll stop there at the bottom of page Kuflamid Dalit of 134 and starting the next shear on Kuflamid Hay 135 on the top. Thank you everybody for listening to the new podcast Chsidis. This is Levi Gelb and 
anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chassidusonline.org, and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Maimur Mavur explanation on a Maimur from Torah Lukute Torah almost every week. And there you'll also find a, an archive for all our other, our older Maimarim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yom Tovim. And also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this uh, for this podcast. Please consider doing that. It will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better. And you can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha. And to do that, please email, email me at rabbigelb at gmail. And we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of every of that episode. Thank you very much.